Hi guys, welcome back to you all, everybody. I'm Aaron. Erica. Vanessa. How, how we doing, ladies? Hey, ladies, how's it going? Good, good. <laughs> That's a little more upbeat than and less awkward. Not happening right now. That's good. That's good. Um, so, real quick before we get started, just wanted to address something that happened this week. Um, and unfortunately, we lost a cast member. Mira Ferlin, who played uh, Danielle Rousseau, passed away this week, and Erica was checking out her IMDb page. Apparently, she's been in a okay amount of stuff. Um, it seemed like she had a very long stint on Babylon Five. Um, most notable was her transition over to the U.S. happened in 1981. They left Yugoslavia. Her and her husband. But it seemed like apparently, like in Yugoslavia, she had won like best actress. Like she, she was a very big actress there. So to leave there and come here must have been a really big deal. Hmm. But I don't know. It just seemed like she always played very. I would say her character in Lost uh, was the same type of character where it was a very strong character, but also had a lot of feeling, yeah. a lot of heart. Um, I mean, we've only met her once yeah, so yeah. far, but. Yeah. Um, I, I thought she was a really great actress and I thought it was she's sad. I thought in the show. she's pretty young still, honestly. So I thought that was kind of really sad. Well, do a little cheers real fast. Yeah. Pour one out for the and old French lady. Pour it out, pour it out in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cheers. Yep. Cheers. Cheers. All right. And, um, we are... Still on season in season one on episode five, White Rabbit. The episode's called White Rabbit. Um, I guess before we get into that, we can talk a little bit about the the last episode that was that was happening that we did. So we came in we came into this episode with like a whole lot happening in the last episode, but then kind of like nothing really happening at the same time, you know, because you find out about Lock being in the wheelchair before the crash, but then not a lot happened actually like happened on the island. Like, I think it was, like, just Locke finding a boar. Kate broke a transceiver radio, and then they burned the bodies in the fuselage. Finally. finally. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> <laughs> finally. And then, uh, um, and then Jack did see someone that, uh, in a suit that was watching him. I also, before, actually, um, yeah, I'll, I'll show. I also, before I get started, uh, before we get started, I actually found the preview for next week thing that we were talking about. Do you remember that? Yes. Vaguely. Have I mentioned that? Okay, yeah. cool. I'm going to send it to you so you can watch it. Okay. I've looked into the eye of this island and what I saw. The best new drama on TV is ABC's Lost. And God knows how long we're going to be here. And Wednesday. Look! The hey! Sabotage. What has got Someone stole it. Suspicion. Get up! What is going on? Betrayal. Who pointed you our savior? They survived the crash. Yeah. But can they survive yeah. each other? We're all in a lot of trouble. An all new Lost. Wednesday, 8, 7 Central. Only on ABC. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Wow. They're, uh. It, damn. Yeah, I. It looks really uh, like. A not, lot to, not to be. Not to be, like, vulgar, but. They're really playing up that that rape vibe right there, Jesus. I'm say it looks a lot more intense in the spoilers. Yeah, exactly. In that little preview. Yeah, I mean that's kind of the whole point of previews. But it is still, yeah. But that part was um, 
pretty okay. minor compared to what they made it look yeah. like. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this episode uh, first aired October 20th. Uh, October 20th, 2004, with 16.82 million viewers. It was directed by Kevin Hooks, who directed two, ended, like, ended up directing altogether two episodes of the show. And it was written by Christian Taylor, who wrote this episode, uh, who only wrote this episode for that show, but is also written for shows like Six Feet Under and then the Clone Wars show. Uh, it takes place during day six on the island. And... I guess I don't know anything you else you guys want to mention about the last episode before we, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot going on. I'm still ranking it number one. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to, to that. date. Yeah. Oh. But uh, okay. Anything? Yeah. Anything you want to mention going into this episode from the last one? Uh, I still don't trust Locke. I don't like him. Okay. He's creepy. He creeps me out. That's it. <laughs> okay. No, and. Our, our theme drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, yeah. so since the episode is about Jack, we got some... Uh, <laughs> blood bags. What are those called? Blood bags. Medical bags. Blood, like Blood, blood bags? Blood bags? Yeah. Full of, uh, I guess, wine. Blood. Yeah. We uh, filled it up with wine. Yeah. So, so that's all. That's now all. we get to look like we're on Vampire Diaries. Can you see my video? Uh-uh. Oh, I have a straw in my blood bag, so it didn't spill because you, you said it was- you should you should take a selfie. That's a good idea. Uh, anyway, so I guess let's start the episode. Good, yeah, ready yeah. to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we begin we begin once again with an eye opening, as we hear the sounds of a, a, like a couple of kids playing a really heated game of tetherball. It sounds like <laughs> just because it's like. Pew, 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 oh. pew. Which becomes a possibility when we see the kid's eyebrows all bloody and he's lying on the ground. Like maybe he got hit in the head with the tether ball. Ever been hit I in the head with the tether wasn't ball? thinking that. I was thinking he's getting beat up. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't think anything tether ball. Yeah, me either. So the kid is told to stay down by some other kid who the script the script calls meathead. Like the other kid, he calls they call him meathead. So I'm just gonna call him that from from this for this little scene. <laughs> <laughs> It's like little rascal names or something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So the kid lying on the ground looks over and sees a smaller kid pinned against a fence by a bigger kid who actually is playing tetherball, but he's using the smaller kid's stomach as the ball, you know, because he's punching it. <laughs> Stop. You know, he's beating <laughs> no. him up. But like. No. Okay. Anyway. So Meathead tells the kid lying on the ground that if he walks away now, they won't tether his balls. But if he gets. <laughs> but the kid gets up anyway. And so Meathead is like, you should have stayed down, Jack. And so we find out that's Jack, and then he socks him in the face. Then we get the... I was just happy that Jack was sticking up for his friend, at least. Yeah, yeah. He's... Well, he didn't let his friend go down by himself. That was yeah, nice. That's, that, is, that is pretty nice of him. I mean, especially for that young of age, doing, doing it at that young. Yeah. We, get to, uh, we flash back to the present day on the island with uh, Charlie calling the Jack who's sitting on the beach just completely zoning out like he found some of Charlie's stash or something like that. <laughs> so uh, Charlie runs over to Jack, tells him that there's someone out in the ocean that's drowning, and Jack's, Jack looks out there, and sure enough, some lady's like, help, help, I'm drowning. Blah, 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 That's her, that's the drowning noises. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounded like drowning. Yeah, thanks. That was really good. Thanks. Um, so Jack jumps into the ocean, begins swimming towards her as the rest of the survivors get gathered on the beach to watch. 
he gets out there can't find and can't find anyone until on his first like dive underwater so then he dives under it once again and pops back up and what do you know it's boone huh pen screws up again yeah Boone, Boone, Boone. When I first saw this, I actually remember like thinking that Boone, when he pulls up back up with Boone, I was like, man, Boone sir, sure did sound uh, really girly when he was out there screaming like, help, Because <laughs> I didn't know there was someone else. Was the f- um, this, uh, this is probably about the, what, third time I've seen this episode, and it was the first time I noticed that Charlie got Jack because Charlie says he can't swim. And uh-huh. I've never noticed that before. Oh, yeah. I... And he said that, it twice. Something new to me. I can't swim. Um. I can't swim. Yeah, yeah. He, he just seemed very like upset that he was just like, I'd do it, yeah. but maybe he was just high, and he can't swim. He's just like, I probably shouldn't swim right now because I just did a shitload of heroin. Good possibility. Exactly. Like I, I don't mean, want it to kick in when I'm out there. Sounds relaxing. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, Boone asks Jack if Boone asks if Jack got her. And Jack is like, huh? And Boone's like, I swam out here because some lady was drowning. <laughs> Choking on my wine. <laughs> and uh, Jack looks out, sees someone waving their hands while yelling, help, help. But like without the southern accent. <laughs> but uh, fucking Boone is like, leave me and go get her. But Jack just ignores him and swims him to shore as he tries to keep kind of keep his eye on the lady out in the water. So he gets back to shore and hands old useless Boone off. The fucking lifeguard, by the way, which he mentions at, in the first episode that he's a lifeguard. Oh, yeah, he did say that. Worst lifeguard ever. Yeah, he is. I mean... First off, lifeguard has no idea to give proper CPR at all. Second of all, he doesn't know how to swim. Uh, worst, mm-hmm. worst. I'm sure he does know how to swim. Maybe he ate something before he went out there, so he got a side ache. And he's like... No, they're out of food. I mean, he didn't say what kind of lifeguard he is. Maybe he's not, you know... A beach lifeguard. Maybe it's a pool lifeguard. Yeah. Mm, I think you have to go through a stricter curriculum to be a beach lifeguard. And you have to understand, like, the riptides. Yeah. That makes sense. You have to be a stronger swimmer than just pulling people out of the water and stuff. Okay. Telling kids to stop running out of pool. (laughs) Boone uh, gets handed off to uh, Charlie and Kate, and then Jack Jack says he's going back out for the drowning lady. Why didn't he take, like, he has pants on. That's Jack. Slowing him down, I bet, a lot. Yeah. He should have just taken him off. Yeah, that's, yeah. Would have been nicer to look at, maybe. (laughs) So unfortunate. he probably would have saved the lady. Maybe. (laughs) I mean, we had Kate naked on the beach. He couldn't take off his pants to save somebody. True. That is a good point. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, he begins swimming out to the lady as we get to the... That's the that's the intro noise. But uh, <laughs> So we come back and old Useless is staring out at the water. Still hasn't put on a shirt, even though he's been sitting there long enough that his hair's dry. He looks over at Jack, who's walking with Kate. Uh, Jack asks Kate who the drowning lady was. And Kate is all like, her name is Hortense and she wasn't supposed to be on the plane. Hortense? That's not really her name, but like... What does it fucking matter? Um, it it doesn't yeah, it doesn't like, matter. She says Joanna. Yeah, it's like Ju- Ju- Julie or something. No, it it's Joanne. Joanne or it, Joanna. It, it, it doesn't matter. Okay. That have respect. The lady drowned. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. Respect. Pour pour a little bit of wine or uh, blood out for. Her. I don't know. Anyway, Jack feels all bad about it. Feels bad that they've been there for a week and he never talked to her. And Kate's like, "You did your best to rescue her." And Jack's like, 
Uh, I decided not to go after her after rescuing that useless motherfucker over there as he kind of points over to Boone. Freaking pins. he didn't do. But, you know, you know he was thinking it. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. So he looks behind Kate and then notices a guy in a suit that he noticed in the last episode just standing out in the water, like down the beach a little bit, just staring at him. I think what she's doing is a lot easier. What, with the pen? Or the, sorry, with the, with the straw? <laughs> with the straw, yeah, because, <laughs> like, when you suck on it, the air collapses around it. Oh, yeah. You got to pour it in your mouth like a drunk. Um, I'm like, not going to do that. Like, tilt it up. I might get a straw. Or just get, like, just do this. So, Kate notices a guy just in a suit, just standing there in the water, down the beach, staring at him. But then the guy just disappears. He asks Kate if she saw the dude, and Kate's like, dude, you need some sleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have I have another theory on the guy in the suit. Okay. Had I just been watching this for the first time. Okay. Uh, <laughs> either Jack is going crazy or mm-hmm. the alien robots have alien masters that like to wear suits and tennis shoes. Yeah, because they're in charge. I mean, if you're going to be like yeah. in charge, you got to wear a, a suit, but you also got to be casual. That way your employees think, you know, he's cool. He wears he wears tennis yep. shoes. Mm. Exactly. Okay, so down the beach uh, from them, Walt is brushing his teeth with some celery, which is like, why is he brushing his teeth? With- uh, it's aloe. But I was going to say, I didn't think it was <laughs> it, celery. It looked like celery when he was doing it. Uh, Michael asks him who taught him that, and he says son as he's uh, – be- he tells him son as he's about to wash his mouth out with some ocean water. Michael tells him not to swallow it, and it turns into a game of, but why, before Michael basically tells him to shut up and do what he says. Yeah, I've used that line. What just 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 do it? Yeah, yeah. Just okay. shut up and do what I say. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm the parent. Uh, so meanwhile, son is watching them like a fucking creep. When Jim comes up to her and basically sticks his finger in her mouth as he tells her that she needs some water because her lips are so chapped. Also, so when when he walks up to her, she's folding clothes. Yeah. Every single scene on people that aren't like hiking off into the jungle or whatever they're folding clothes how many freaking clothes do they have it's been six days have you not folded all of them yet they have a bunch of dead people's clothes to fold Well, maybe there's not that many maybe they get bored so they unfold the clothes so they have something to do so they're they, like, just folding clothes them. way too much but uh she says i don't fold my clothes i roll them i just don't fold them at all so i stuff them most of the time crumple them up exactly less creases <laughs> But uh, so she's he says she needs some water because her lips are chapped. She says, OK, and mentions that she doesn't think anyone is coming to rescue them. He's like, they're there. Shut up. And says and she says they should make <clears throat> friends. Yeah. And and she says they should at least attempt to try to communicate with the rest of the survivors. Jin's like, or you can just, you know, do whatever the, what I fucking tell you to. I and, wrote, oh, hell no. <laughs> and that's the end of that. <laughs> Yeah. Elsewhere, Shannon walks up to Sawyer and asks him if he has any suntan lotion. Well, so suntan spray. So that doesn't no, sound right. It's insect spray. Insect spray. Okay. Sun, uh, sand fleas. He gives it to her while calling her sticks because of them long ass legs. <laughs> and then subtly, like, kind of attempts to barter some sex in exchange for the spray. She also acknowledges the <clears throat> nickname. She acknowledges what? The nickname. She said, oh, although yeah. I love my new nickname. Oh, she does. Yeah. Yeah. She doesn't seem to be in the mood to flirt that day and is like, well, before Sawyer tells her it's going to cost five grand, he then kind of sexually harasses her a little more until she throws a spray at him and walks away as he smiles to himself, probably thinking like, I still got it. <laughs> He's probably literally thinking that too. Yeah. 
So then Claire walks up to Kate and asks her if she has a hairbrush because she can't find one. Uh, she then Which, almost... She gets mad that everybody else is like, doesn't have a hairbrush, <clears throat> but I'm thinking the same thing. Like, where the hell's your hairbrush? I don't know. I don't know I mean, I... Never forget my hairbrush. I will forget my deodorant. Apparently, eighty-five yeah, every eighty-five percent of the That's time, tough. I will forget my deodorant. Everyone knows she forgets her deodorant, but I will not forget my hairbrush. Uh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But if her purse or something got like whatever it was in, maybe she didn't recover that. Yeah, like her, like her bag. She hasn't. But died. Charlie yeah. helps her take her bag. <clears throat> The day before, oh, maybe yeah. that wasn't her only bag. Maybe she had a toiletry bag. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was her carry-on, and she had a check on. Or the check bag. I don't know. That that looked like a check bag. It was pretty big. She had to use a wheelchair. Well, then maybe she hasn't found her carry-on. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so she almost passes out from being hot and pregnant, which sounds kind of weird. Sounds like <laughs> mm, pregnant girl's hot. Which no, she's actually like physically hot. Still doesn't sound right. Nope. Temperature-wise, she's hot. <laughs> Yeah, she is. <sighs> okay, anyway. And then uh, begins to help Kate sort clothes while also talking about astrology. Apparently, Kate is a Gemini, which might kind of explain why she sucks so much, you know? Huh? 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 Wait, when's a Gemini? J- June. Okay. Yeah, yeah. sure. What are, what are you guys? Aries. Leo. I, I actually found a... Uh, I'm going to look it up right here. You didn't tell everybody who you what you are. Gemini. <laughs> I had a feeling when she said June, I was like, oh. Hilarious. Um, okay, so I found out an astro- astrology site that's like the astrology of loss. So it kind of tells you which character uh, you would be based on, how they act, and whatnot. But uh, who do you want? To, should we start with Vanessa? What do you, uh, what sure. you said Aries? Yes. Which character do you think would be in Aries? Um, Jack or Saeed. Jack or Saeed. Uh, or maybe, maybe Locke. Okay. Because they are direct, they... not always tactful, and not a good liar. <laughs> Passionate when well, stimulated, but can be cold as ice. Anyway, yeah. the, the character Sawyer. Sawyer, really? Yeah, it says okay. primar- primarily concerned with self-preservation Headstrong like a ram and doesn't work well in a group. <laughs> Which, that is not true. At first, I was like, huh, really, Sawyer, when you told me earlier? And then I had to think later in the show. Like, to date, I don't feel he's in Oh, yeah, this is this this goes, like, is over the whole show. Yeah, but once you know him over the whole show, I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Uh, it says Aries has to be a leader, and if he can't be a leader, he'll want to operate alone. I mean, they are a ram. They will um, headbutt with people. Well, it's because if we're not the leader, whoever is a leader is probably doing it wrong, so we might as well just go off on our, by ourselves. Yep. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes <laughs> the, sense to the me. The whole rest yeah. of my family is Aries and Tauruses, so. Jerks. We're always button heads because I'm a Leo. Okay, want to yeah. get a guess for you, Erica? You said Leo. I yeah. I so I have two guesses for the Leo, just because based on Leo traits, I'm thinking either Jack was my number one guess, but I kind of really wish that it's Locke because I really like Locke. Okay. <laughs> but um, 
I'd, I'd be, I mean, yeah. I mean, those would be my two main guesses. Okay. It's Charlie. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Charlie. For, for that one, it says he embodies many traits that we associate with Leo. Seeking to, seeking to express himself creatively uh, with music. Yeah. Sunny disposition. Uh, general ava- Generally available to help, to be helpful to the rest of the castaways. Uh, Leo longs to be admired and respected, and Charlie lives in the past where he basks in the adulation of his groupies and fans. I could see that. Um, Challenge for Leo is to begin to do good works for their sake and begin to let go of egocentric desire for fame. That's you all the way. (laughs) I think I sometimes, um, I mean, you know, astro- astrology is astrology, but I feel like sometimes I tend to identify more with a Cancer than I do as a Leo, I don't, which I don't I'm, know. I guess, astrology. technically on the cusp, but I I would say I identify more with Cancers than I do as being a Leo. <laughs> Leos, Leos are very headstrong people and very much want to be in charge, and I don't feel like I always have to be the person in charge. I'm very cool with sitting back and letting someone else take the reins. I feel like I'm much more easy flow. Like, yeah, whatever's happening, that's what's happening now. Like, it takes a lot to make me angry. I don't, I don't know. Like, okay. I do like to talk yeah. a lot, though. Which, I guess, <laughs> is a very Leo-y trait. I don't know. I yeah, just, you do. Because mm. still, we're still on it. Yeah, yeah, there Just you kidding. go. <laughs> kidding. Uh, so mine was Gemini, which is Kate. It says, moving like Quicksilver, darting from here to there with a youthful look and demeanor. Uh, Gemini is the twins. Always two personalities, one light, one dark. Uh says, Kate is unhappy girl, which I'm like, that's me. 110% <laughs> unhappy girl. An unhappy girl? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yet she has yeah. a smile as bright and sunny as a spring morning. Gemini's are impatient and versatile. I mean, while they can dig a they can dig a ditch and sing in a choir, and the next minute they're cooking a ten course meal. But they have a tendency ooh, to hide. Come to your house for Thanksgiving, then. <laughs> they have a tendency to hide from themselves. Uh, rather, the dark side and the light side will hide from each other. The quest for Gemini is to integrate and become a whole individual. And this is Kate's challenge. I mean, you are a very impatient person. Okay. So is everyone. Anyway, ready to move on? Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so uh, that w- was a conversation she has with Claire because Claire guesses what she is. And uh, so anyway, Hurley walks up to Jack. Mentions- I like how Claire guesses what she is. And then she basically offers to like chart Kate. And Kate basically pouty faces her and is like, no, I'm good. And then she basically is like, oh, Gemini's like basically says like that's the whole reason why she doesn't want to be a part of it or whatever yeah it's true we we hate that <laughs> and stuff. then they have a little laugh over it and then move on I just thought that was funny yeah. where she was basically like chalked it all up to oh it's because you're a Gemini Gemini's. yeah that's how the super astrology people are yeah but yeah. anyway can we, let's move on from astrology mm-hmm. okay cool <laughs> So Hurley walks up to Jack, mentions how tired he looks, and then shows him that they're almost out of water. Uh, there's maybe like a dozen bottles left, and Hurley says that if people find out that it's almost gone, they're going to freak out. Charlie's also standing there and mentions that the boar is almost out as well, and asks Jack what they should tell the rest of the survivors. 
Jack says he doesn't know, so Charlie asks what asks what they should do with the stuff that they have. Jack is like, fuck, man, I don't know, and just kind of walks away. So they follow him like little kids while asking him a bunch of random questions about the water before telling uh, Jack that he can decide what to do about the water. Jack's like, I ain't deciding shit, and then both of them kind of look at him like, uh, why not? So we then hear some ice in the glass as we go to the fa- a flashback of a guy sitting in a chair boozing it up, and that's why I'm just drinking this. There's no ice in it, but... It's uh, just whiskey in a glass. Booze it up. Which, them following him around and wanting him to be the leader is why I thought Jack was Leo. Oh, I don't know what Jack was. Uh, okay, so uh, we hear some flashback ice and glass sitting in the chair, boozing it up, and asking uh, his, the guys sitting in the chair, boozing it up, asks little Jack who got, who got punched in the face in the last flashback to come into the room. So that's Jack's dad. Jack's dad asks him what happened to him, and Jack tells him that a couple of guys jumped his friend. And Jack's dad is like, but did they jump you? He then tells him about a boy he was operating on earlier in the day with a bad heart. He says things got hairy, uh, and everyone was looking at Jack's dad to make decisions, which he was then able to do even though the boy died because he's kind of just like an unfilling prick. So, Or as he put it, he can do that because he has what it takes. He then tells Jack not to be a hero because when Jack fails, he doesn't have what it takes. His dad has some serious issues. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, we go back to the island. Is uh, Jack is zoning out again while Boone starts feeling sorry for himself, so he begins giving Jack crap. Why didn't you leave me? Jack tells him to fuck off, basically, but Boone yeah, just keeps pains. going. Boone just keeps going like, I could have made it back. I told you to leave me. Jack's like, bitch, you are drowning. And Ooh, big burn on pins. And Boone is like, you should have <laughs> saved her. And then Jack is like, yeah, I fucking should have. Instead of saving your useless ass. Actually, what Jack said was probably better. Boone's like, you should have saved her. And Jack was like, but I didn't save her. And neither did you, you motherfucker. And then he kind of starts to walk <laughs> away. Boone just doesn't know when to stop, though. Nope. And Mm-mm. tells him, I was fine. Why won't anyone let me do anything? And then... He basically, he says he knows how to run a business. I know how to run a business. I'm like, okay, pins. Like, cool. That's that's why you know about pins. That's not why you know how to yeah. save people. Like, true. <laughs> yeah. And then this, I can I can run a business. I also know CPR. Doesn't mean I know how to save people. That's very true. And then uh, I ja- do know a good pin though. Ja- <laughs> <laughs> not wow. that new sharpie one. <laughs> no. Jack is like, all right, I'm done with this fucking dipshit. And then pretends to see the guy in the suit. Maybe, like, at first I thought I was like, oh, maybe she's pretending to see him at first just so we can get away from this guy. Wait, I I <laughs> love the part where Boone, I think, yelled at him, like, who appointed you savior? Yeah. 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 And they all appointed him savior. Every yeah. time something happens, they all go running to him. Including pins. Like, yeah. <laughs> they all, like, bro, he does not want this. He keeps trying to get away from you guys and hide, and you guys keep coming to him to, like, save the day. It's yep. true. It's true. So Jack Jack sees the guy in the suit, runs off into the jungle after him. He breaks through some bushes, and then there's the man in the suit standing in front of him, facing the other way. Jack walks up to him, and as he reaches out to touch, touch him, the man in the suit turns around, and Jack's like, holy shamoli, papa! And then we, <laughs> we, go, we go into another flashback as... And uh, Jack is in a house, and his mom tells him, your father's gone, Jack. Uh, Jack tells her he'll be back, and his mom says, it's different this time. And Jack's, and she then she asks Jack to bring him back. 
Jack kind of scoffs at this and said, dude doesn't talk to me for like two months. He doesn't want me to bring him back. And he tells his mom to just come on, just have one of like his dad's friends bring him back. His mom tells him he doesn't have any friends anymore and tells Jack that he doesn't understand the pressure that Jack or the pressure that his dad's under. And Jack responds the way I probably would respond if I was told I need to stop living in fear during a fucking pandemic, you know? (laughs) He's like, what the fuck ever, dude? You did not say that. (laughs) So So, uh, Jack and his horrible parents... Yes. So anyway, his mom decides to it's time to lay on the guilt by telling him he has to go after him because his dad won't take care of himself. Jack tells her he can't. And then his mom really lays it on him by telling him, you don't get to say what you can't after what you did. And that seems to do it because Jack asks where his dad is. And his mom tells him that he's in Australia. I mean, I would have left him there. Oh, I was going to say if I was going to run off, I'd go to Australia. Like, yeah, I don't know. Sure. Whatever. I love koalas. I mean, koalas are good. (laughs) They have those at the zoo, too. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but the zoo's a lot closer, and if you're trying to run away from people, just go to the source, man. No one will look for you at the zoo, probably. They're probably not going to let me hold them at the zoo. They'll definitely let me hold them in Australia. Are you sure? What, are you coming coming into a bunch of money or something? No. I just, I know for a fact they let you do that there. Like if, you, like if you like if you grab really one jealous. in the wild, no, you don't like, just walk here. up and grab them. I mean, they'd probably totally be fine with it. They're high half the time, but I mean, yeah. oh my god, I'm not gonna do that. So, uh, <laughs> uh, back on the island, Walt runs over to Kate and says that Claire found fell down. Anyway, so Charlie and Michael carry uh, Claire inside Jack's tent, and Kate tries to get her to wake up. She finally does, and Kate tells Charlie she needs water. Charlie looks for it. Well, I mean. For Pregnant women do need to stay hydrated, like, way more than normal people. Maybe stay out of the sun? I yeah. just, I I feel like I read somewhere where, like, if you have premature contractions or anything like that, like, you can kind of slow that down by calming yourself down and drinking water. Like, you're supposed to drink an unusual amount of water. Gotcha. Which is also why you have to pee all the time. Makes sense. Despite, you know, having That's why I have babies to pee all the sitting time? on your bladder. No, you're just an old lady. Oh, it's because there's like a there's like a six pound baby sitting on your bladder. That's why you have to pee all the time. That's and rude. And the fact Maybe that you're supposed to be too. like. No, you just have the bladder of the size of a pea. I like, I just pee like an old lady. Yes. I sit down <laughs> very like slowly, like, uh, like have a hard time sitting anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Road trips are so fun with you. <laughs> I don't drink any liquid on purpose. Anyway, uh, so she finally does. Wait, Kate tries to wake up, wake up Claire. She finally does, and Kate tells Charlie that she needs water. Charlie looks for the water, but notices it's gone, and tells her someone stole it. So Kate tells Saeed and Locke, and Locke asks where Jack is. Kate's like, I don't know. And Locke says what that when the rest of the rest of the survivors find out that the water's gone, it's gonna get ugly. Especially when they find out that someone stole it. they He then tells them that he'll go into the jungle and look for a fresh, fresh water source. So back in the jungle, Jack is still running around looking for his dad when he has another flashback like. <laughs> so Jack's in his dad's hotel room in Australia and the hotel manager tells him that he hasn't been in the room for the past three days. There's also a fuckload of pills in there. Um, Jack asks the manager if his dad may have rented a car and the hotel manager tells him that his dad caused an incident 
at the hotel bar a few nights before and had to be escorted to his room by security and he doesn't think any rental agency in the city would lease a car to his dad because he's just a raging drunk. Jack gets all offended and tells the hotel manager, my dad is the chief of surgery. And if anyone's going to make fun of him, it's going to be me. Okay, chief of surgery. That's a big deal. It is. No, it's not. It is for the one hospital. (laughs) That one hospital. Nobody in Australia cares. Look who's been catching up on the Grey's Anatomy, huh? (laughs) I mean, I've gotten five seconds in. Uh, His dad is a druggie and an alcoholic, and he's probably dead in a hooker's bed somewhere. Good for him. Yeah. But uh, so uh, he notices that his dad left uh, his wallet in the hotel room and the hotel manager suggests that Jack talk to the police. So we go back to the jungle where Jack is still following his dad who just keeps disappearing. A feeling I know all too well. Huh? 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 Ooh, I'm getting them both tonight. Wow. I'm getting them both tonight. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. So not okay. You know what? You saying that just going to make me leave it in. Okay. So so his dad keeps disappearing and reappearing in his life uh, in different spots. Man, I'm just working through my issues with this one. Yeah, this this is great. This is a therapy Uh, night. Yeah, apparently. Reappearing in different spots. Whose flashbacks are we watching right now? (laughs) Jesus. As uh, Jack chases him and Jack ends up tripping over a branch or something and goes... You should have packed your own blood bag. (laughs) And uh, goes tumbling over the side of the cli- of a cliff. He manages to grab some vines hanging off the side of the cliff and is just dangling there, struggling to pull himself up. Uh, as he slowly starts losing his grip on the vine, a hand reaches over the side of the cliff. We see it's Locke who helps him up, like slowly helps him up. And I ended up getting kind of a sexy little screen freeze for this part that I got to send to you guys. Or I got to show you here. They look like they just had a good time. Both their, their pants are on. Well, they can have, maybe they did it like like thirteen year olds and just kissed for a little while. Vanessa doesn't know what the hell we're talking about because the the message hasn't come through yet. Well, I do know what you're talking about because I mean I remember the scene and they're kind of lock throws them over him like a man to the side, <laughs> like he's like get off of me, we're we're done, it's over, and just kind of throws him to the side. Yeah, exactly. Apparently, this is going to take forever to send. See? They just kind of look like, you know, they just got done with the hot makeout sesh. Yeah. I see it. Yeah. It looks like you just, like, they just were in the throes of passion and... the th- Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just really not a hairy person and, like, I just can't get over how hairy Jack is. Like, it just grosses me out. Okay. Yeah. So, moving on. So anyway, Locke pulls him up and asks Jack if he's okay, and Jack starts laughing. Quick bit of trivia for this part. According to Wikipedia, in the scene where Jack is dangling from the cliff, Matthew Fox performed the stunt himself, as he considered that relying on stunt doubles, always he says, always sort of inhibits the director's ability to shoot in cool ways. Um, I guess they did it over a green screen, so he was like 30 feet up in the air when they threw him over. But was he like still, uh, he probably still had like ropes or harnesses on. I would assume so. Unless, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Okay, so back at the beach, Charlie brings Claire some water, and Claire asks if Jack is back. Charlie says no, and says that Locke went out to find some more water. He then makes a joke about Locke's knives, and give and Claire gives kind of a pity laugh before asking what when they're going to get rescued. Which, 
The only thing I noticed this whole scene was Charlie's tattoo. Yeah, the uh, the uh, strawberry I fields. I think living is easy with eyes closed. Yeah, that's. A, I'm pretty sure that's a strawberry fields forever lyric. It's a Beatles lyric. Um, but uh, Chuck tells her he's like soon, love, and she tells him thank you for not tiptoeing around her when he's talking to her. It was a touching scene. Um, meanwhile, Hurley tells Kate. Hurley tells Kate and Said that the Chinese I wrote people. That have water so Saeed goes over and starts grilling Sun about where she got it from Kate reminds Saeed that she doesn't understand him but Saeed's like fuck that she knows what the fuck I'm saying definitely he's like yep Sun says something which are we wanting to know what Sun says yes (laughs) yes okay so Saeed says she understands me and then Sun says this is a misunderstanding and then Jin uh, runs over at, like Jin walks up and starts yelling at start, starts yelling at Saeed in Korean, saying something that I'm sure wasn't racist, racist at all, which it ended up not being. He tells him, "Get away from her, pig! If you touch my wife, which really that's what he says. Apparently, oh. Uh, so Kate gets between them and asks Jin where they got the water. Like all of a sudden he's gonna be I able like to understand her. Saeed acknowledges that they're Korean. What? Yeah. Why in this he? scene, he like he acknowledges that they're Korean. <laughs> Like he mentions it? Yeah. Why? Oh, yeah, he does. He does. Well, yeah. Even though no one else does. Everyone else keeps like, you know. He's the only person that. uh, He's the only person. Yeah. That isn't being (laughs) stupid about it. Well, he's he's also not white like the rest of those people. True. Or except for her. He's Asian too. Yeah. So he gets it. So, uh. So Kate gets between them and asks Jin where they got the water. Like all of a sudden he's going to be able to understand her somehow. But I guess he does, and he points to Sawyer. Um, Kate is about to go confront him when Saeed is like, hold up, yo. If we go in guns blazing, you're not going to get anything out of him. Let's wait and follow him to where he hit it. He says a rat always leads <coughs> you to its hole. Yeah. You said it nicer. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know. I don't have a problem with the guy. But uh, so they do that, and then a little a little while later, Sawyer heads to where his stash is hidden. He starts to get his stuff out. Yeah, and I was I was thinking, so he grabs another pack of cigarettes. They've been there six days. He needs to, like, pace himself with the cigarettes or he's going to get in a few more days and they're going to be gone. And he's going to be having withdrawals just like Charlie. He's going to he's gonna have to go find that one that he threw when he shot, when he tried to kill yeah. the, uh, the marshal. He's yep. close. <laughs> so he gets his stuff and um, he gets his stuff out. Instead of being sneaky about it, Kate just goes up and fucking tackles him. Like she like uh, she basically tackles him like he cannot overpower her because she weighs 105 pounds. And we can tell how threatened he is by the fact that he makes a sex joke. I mean, he always makes sex jokes. Yeah. True. I'm assuming the only reason Kate did this was because Syed is uh, with her, obviously. Otherwise, she wouldn't I be mean, tackling his ass. Yeah. And I'm curious if while they were following him, she told Sadie, he's like, I'm going to fucking tackle his ass when, when probably not. we get to the I water. I mean, they probably were <clears throat> talking and conspiring with each other, and she's hot-headed. She probably just got pissed off and yeah. jumped in. She's yeah. a loose cannon, and yep. she follows her emotions. Fucking Geminis. <laughs> yep. <sighs> so anyway. <laughs> hey, uh, you took it there this time. <laughs> so Saeed pulls uh, Sawyer off of Kate. Demands to know where the water is, and that they know that he gave two bottles to the Koreans. That's why he which is when he mentions, it. yeah. 
Uh, Sawyer tells him he doesn't give a sh- he doesn't give shit away, and that he traded the last of his water to Mister My- Miyagi. That's one. That's, That's two? two. Oh, sticks too. Sticks for a fish. Oh, I missed the Mister Miyagi. Oh, you missed it. it it's, yeah, it's a good one, but not really. Oh, but I guess we're supposed it. to drink for that, aren't we? Oh yeah, I need to stop drinking. <laughs> okay, so uh, Kate asks him why he gave away the last two bottles of his bottles, and he says he's like, "It's gonna rain eventually." He says freckles. Three. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Even, I didn't even catch that one. Freckles. Okay, three. Water yeah. has no value. I got the freckles. Three. But I was thinking when he calls her freckles, she does a cry face. She or does. She does pout. a cry face somewhere in this scene. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking if we get a two for one in the oh. same scene, we should have to do three drinks. I like it. You guys should do three drinks. Yeah. All right. Let's go, Erica. He tosses her the marshal's badge before she walks away, and she gives That's him like the Sally sad face eyes. Wine. Uh, back in the jungle, Jack asks how the rest of, rest of the survivors are doing, like he's been gone for a couple of weeks instead of just a few hours. He gives Kate the badge. You skipped over that. No, I didn't. You were talking. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, uh, he asked, he asked Jack how the rest of the survivors are doing, like he's been gone for a couple of weeks instead of hours. Locke tells him that they're thirsty, hungry, and they need a leader. Jack tries to tell him that he's not a leader because he doesn't have what it takes. Which just sounds like he doesn't want the responsibility and is making excuses. But Locke asks him why he's out in the jungle, and uh, Jack tells him that he's chasing a ghost. Locke makes a Alice in Wonderland reference and then asks Jack what he would tell someone that came to Jack with the same problem. Jack says it's a hallucination caused by dehydration, PTSD, and exhaustion. Locke asks him, what if he's, like, what if you're not hallucinating and says, nobody wants to admit it, but this place is special and maybe your hallucinations are real, dog. Uh, So Jack tells him that that's impossible. And Locke is like, you got to think outside the box, man. Sounds like my dad. I looked inside the eyes, the island's eyes, and I fell in love, man. (laughs) And I'd love to dissect that comment right now about Locke, but you can't really do that without spoilers. So we'll just revisit it later, I suppose. I felt like Locke is sure being really soulful and spiritual for someone who fell in love with a phone sex operator and was delusional enough to think she loved him back. <laughs> okay, so uh, let he uh, gets up to go find water. Locke does, and Jack is like, sweet, let's do it. But Locke's like, no, man, you're on your own journey here. You got to finish that, man. And Jack asks him why, and Locke is like, because a leader can't lead until he knows where he's going, man. So anyway, Jack sets up camp in the in the jungle, starts a fire as we flash back to Australia with no whoosh sound. I noticed something else about Locke in this. Um, he, I feel like he keeps trying to go places by himself. Like he's perfect, purposely trying to be on his own. I feel like he may be keeping an alien dinosaur robot in the pet, as a pet in the jungle. <laughs> He captured that the the, the alien robot and now he said the monster. Yeah. he looked he looked the island in the eye and what he saw was beautiful. So he's decided yeah. this monster is now his pet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay, so so yeah. uh, Jack sets up camp in the jungle, starts a fire as we flash back to Australia. No whoosh sound. So he's walking through a morgue and the morgue guy, which is a corner, I think. Uh, tells him that pl- the police found his dad with a crazy high blood alcohol content that caused an infarction, which is just a funny word for uh, for a heart attack. 
I don't know. I thought it was a funny word. Anyway, so he opens up a room and man, Jack's dad has his whole, like a whole room to himself instead of having just like one of those, like those, like, uh, like his own refrigerator area, like his own cubby. Depends how long he's been there before they come to identify him. The drawer? Yeah, drawer. Like, uh, he's, yeah. I mean, exactly. if they just found him and they already had, like, an APB out for him or something like that, I mean, you know exactly who you're going to call when you find a body with that description. So True. That's, that wasn't surprising to me. Okay. Okay. Well, never mind then. I was, be, uh, at first I was like, damn, Ritzy, look who gets his own room. <laughs> I would say you would get your own little refrigerator door if you're waiting a while for somebody to identify you. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Okay, so the coroner unzips the back to show Jack. Uh, to show Jack, and he confirms that it's his dad while getting kind of choked up. You know, he just starts, like, breaking down a little bit. I I, I choked <coughs> up. I felt, I felt bad for him. Yeah, it sucks. Your dad's dead. I, I mean, I, I say that. Well, like, it doesn't suck, but that sucks. But we get a... We go back to the island as we listen to the dog scratching himself. <laughs> okay. We go back to the island where Jack is still kind of choked up as he hears some branches break and the sound of like the ice in the glass that he recognizes because his dad's a drunk. Yeah, it was like his dad his dead dad is on the island drinking a glass of whiskey and ice. Exactly. He's joint he's enjoying himself. Yeah, he is. Vacation. So he picked <laughs> so it, well it's a good place. So he picks up a torch uh that I guess he prepared beforehand. Yeah, I'm like, who gave him that torch? I don't know. It uh, goes running uh, towards the noise and comes upon some dark-ass caves. It's right there where I said, fuck that, turn around. Yep. Then again, I probably would have stayed. Like, <laughs> nope. w- Like, I wouldn't have stayed out in the jungle overnight either. So, like, Locke would have told me. If we go back, Locke would have told me, he's like, I need to finish finding my dad. And I would have been like, okay. And then I would have kind of hung out, like, watching to make sure Locke was gone. And then once he's gone, I would head right back to the fucking beach and then, like, lie to Locke later about finding my dad. Like, yeah, I totally found him. And he was like, <laughs> hey, son, let's have a catch. And then we threw a coconut around for, like, a half an hour before I came back to the beach. And then I would have, fa- <laughs> like, we wouldn't have found the caves and the show would have ended after, like, six episodes because everyone would have died of thirst. Aaron's wishing that, Aaron is reliving or wishing, these are things that he wished he could have done during his childhood. <laughs> yeah, well, I wanted to throw a coconut around <laughs> with my dad. <laughs> And my dad's all trying to throw a baseball. I'm like, I'm not going to throw a fucking baseball. Where's the coconut at? And my dad's like, there's no, there's no way I'm throwing a coconut with you. Like, uh, See, anyway. If only you guys had had a coconut, maybe you could have bonded more. <laughs> so uh, Jack is walking around the caves, the cave areas because he's not a pussy and notices a little stream thing with fresh water and a creepy as fuck doll in it. And I said, double is, fuck, I'm out. Exactly, which, uh, which is <laughs> that's, exactly... That's, that's haunted water now? Fuck that shit, I'm not, I'm out. Which is exactly where Erica would have turned around and headed yep, up to the beach. Yep, I would have been, fuck that shit. As soon as I saw a doll, I'm out. That's, that's that doll's water now. Fuck that, I'm out. I'll find the other water somewhere else. That's, that's her water. I guess. But then he picks up the doll exactly. and, and he like... Holds her up to the torch, and I thought he was going to burn the doll, and I was like, yes, great decision, dude. And he turns around, and he sees more dolls, and then I was like, nope, nope, run. Throw the torch, run. Like, get the fuck out. I guess I'm that one white girl. Set it all on fire, and run. I'm that one white girl in the movie, the horror movies that would have died, huh? Because... I would have kept going. Uh, yeah, that's not I, Erica. I, she, not me. I'm a, I'm the major pusswad that's like out to run every second I get. Like he should have thrown the torch, set the whole place on fire, <laughs> run. 
<laughs> what happened to the? I found some. So I found some water. So I found some water, guys. Uh, and I burned it down. I burned um, it all. I burned everything to the ground. Uh, you see that fire actually over there? You didn't catch these dolls though. Anyway, so we. <laughs> you didn't understand. <laughs> he picks up the haunted doll. Then notices a shitload more of them and follows those to part of a plane wreckage that seems to have fallen there. Um, Who has that many dolls? I don't know. A doll collector? Maybe maybe she was at like a conference or like a, what are those called? I had an aunt that would give me a doll every year. Like one of those like porcelain dolls. Yeah, like the ones that were in the show, right? She'd give me one every year for Christmas and my birthday. That was the first thing I sold when we moved to Blythe. <laughs> <laughs> I charged, at the garage sale, I charged $15 for a doll. And you know what? I sold almost all of them. I was Good. a rich are... girl that day. I was To a bunch happy. of old white ladies, I'm assuming. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. So he notices the coffin and then we get another. That, that's like, the other thing. Smiley. I was like, those dolls are leading right up to that coffin. Out. I'm out. <laughs> that's, uh... that's one haunted whole zombie apocalypse area. No. I'm out. Like, 100%, I'm out. We flash back to Jack talking to an airline employee at the Sydney airport. The airline lady says that he can't bring his dad's, dead dad's coffin body onto the plane because he doesn't have the proper documents. Jack then begins to make a scene because he's white and no one can film him because this is before YouTube or Facebook because we're in 2004. And that's mm-hmm. what Jin is exactly thinking when he looks over at him. And Exactly. <laughs> and then they, those don't exist yet because otherwise he totally would have gotten posted on there as male Karen makes scene at Sydney Airport. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yes. <laughs> he's trying to use his, his uh, white... Male privilege to a. I mean, I swear that's yeah. literally though what like Jin is thinking. Jin looks over at him like you fucking. Yeah, pretty much. Like so. Oh, okay, yeah. So he tells her that she has to let him bring his dead, his dad, because he's ready to go now. He's over it. By the way, once he once he yelled, like once he's like no, like he yelled it. I would have if I was that lady. I would have shut down, denied any request he had after that. Like we even see like Jin look over at him, yeah. like dude, calm the fuck down. And this yeah. is a guy who's like perpetually angry. I'd be Jin. like, no, I'm um not paid enough to deal with this asshole. Yeah, I would have been out. I just think it was like funny that like they had Jin look at him. He's like, whoa, this guy has some anger issues. <laughs> you thought I was an asshole? That guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like he, like he, like probably motioned us, like motioned over to Sonny. He's like, hey, look at this, this fucking, is guy. fucking guy. <laughs> you think I'm bad? <laughs> so uh jack calms down and asks her to please do him a favor and says i have to be in la that's in, what he should have started with in yeah. 16 hours from my dad's funeral check it out this is the suit i'm gonna okay so i'm just gonna paraphrase this real fast <laughs> this is the suit i'm wearing to it do you like it anyway i need a coffin i need this coffin <laughs> to clear customs because he's the guest at honor he's the guest at honor at the funeral and if he doesn't make it everyone's just gonna be totally fucking bummed out because they're not already <laughs> yeah exactly mostly though i really want to get he's got a sweet ride waiting from him from the <laughs> like airport motherfucker's the... got a limo waiting yeah. for him at, like at the airport i mostly... mean hurts hurts sorry same thing <laughs> mostly though i really just want to get this over with sorry i may get sad at the end uh because dealing with this stuff sucks and i just wanted to please please god just make this be over and then we get like a as we go back to the island jack's in front of his dad's coffin he takes a second to get it to the ground and then opens it up and like, oh shit, his dad isn't in there. Fuck that shit. He's not in there. There's dolls everywhere. The I'm dolls out. The dolls probably ate him. His dad is a zombie. I'm out. Or yeah, it was either dad's a zombie or those I dolls ate him. The dad is a zombie. 
His dad is his. Those dolls were bowing down to the zombie king. <laughs> <laughs> The, do- the dolls ate him and then pooped out a zombie. <laughs> okay. I'm out. Zombie. So, uh, apparently, Jack really wanted to see his dead dad because he gets super pissed and begins breaking the shit out of the coffin with the pipe. And I, that, that's what he should have been doing to the dolls. Like, he got it all wrong. That gonna, coffin's empty, fool. I was going to say, thank God his dad isn't in there, but like he's dead anyway. So I guess it wouldn't have mattered if he wasn't there when he starts beating the shit out of it. But uh, the first time I watched this, um, I guess I didn't understand what was going on with the coffin being empty because I, I guess I just assumed his fight with the flight attendant or whatever basically resulted. That would be that would be amazing. It basically resulted in them keeping the body there, letting him take the coffin, and being like, "Hey, man, you can you can you, you can go." What? He wasn't mad. He had no issues with his dad when he was breaking the coffin. He was just pissed that they, they that they, they ripped him, him off. Yeah, exactly. They him. He's like, "Motherfucking asshole!" Uh, honestly, the first time those, I watched it, those that's sons legit of bitches. They told me that he was in there, <laughs> just beating the shit out of the coffin. Like, "Oh, fucking get that lady!" If I, I, mean, ever... I didn't think of that, but that makes sense. Like, what if he was just trying to take the coffin to make everybody happy at the funeral that yeah. they had somebody to bury? Yeah. They were like, you know what? Yeah, you or, go or no, ahead, like, but legit, you, you didn't fill out the proper paperwork to do this. We're going to keep the body here. You come back from later. Do your thing. They just have it, like, yeah. laying back next to, like, all that's, the... That's, all when the he, uh, that's when he gets his fridge. Like, no, that's they just have it laying next to all, like, the alcohol that they confiscate and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just like laying right next to it, just like putting him where he belongs, like right next to all oh, the I alcohol mean, and know. pills. Those rooms are full, I'm sure, of crazy shit. So, uh. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they had dead bodies in there. I mean, <laughs> not at all. So, back on the beach, we see someone with water bottles giving Claire some water, and surprise, surprise, we find out it's good old useless Boone. Fucking Pins. Boone. Pins, man. That's his new name, Bottles. Bottles. So Charlie, stupid bottles. Charlie catches him, throws him in front of everyone while asking, uh, while asking him, asking him why he took it. Boone says that it was just sitting there in the tent, and he wanted per- per- to protect it, and he was going to give some to Claire, but he didn't want to get like he didn't want to cause a fuss. Kate demands what's going on, and right as Boone is about to get beat up, Jack's like, "Leave him alone." So uh, everyone stops. Jack Jack starts with the speech, which I'm going to paraphrase again. <laughs> I like how you went French for a second. Jacques. Jacques, Jacques stops, <laughs> which I'll, I'll par- paraphrase his little speech. Uh, it's been a week and no one's coming, probably. We need to figure some stuff out. Some lady drowned this morning. Old Penn's over here trying to save her. And now you want to kill him. Every, will, every man for himself is going to work. Not. Uh, <laughs> we need to get our shit together to survive. I, fr- I found fresh water. We can go in the morning to get it, but if you don't want to come, then figure out another way to contru- contribute and don't be fucking useless as he kind of motions over to Boone. <laughs> don't be fucking pins. Exactly. So we're stuck here. Let's so let's, let's not be strangers any longer. But if we can't live together, we're going to die alone. Peace, I'm out of here. Then he drops a microphone that he found in the wreckage earlier. I, I mean, <laughs> honestly, after his speech, I was like, yeah. I'm glad somebody finally stepped up. Like, officially. Finally said it. Like, you guys should have been doing that shit days yeah. ago. Like, it's day six. You have no water. You had a boar that's probably eaten or, like, rotten by now. Like, thank goodness somebody finally st- uh, stood up. True. It's true. I agree. So, uh, we uh, see Michael giving Vincent some water. We go into a little mantage. And then Sawyer walks up and asks Boone how it feels being the new most hated person. Uh, 
Kate then walks up to Jack, gives him some water or maybe vodka or something, and asks where he's been all day. Jack is like, Donna, Donna, taking care of business. <laughs> and she's like, what's that mean? So he tells her that his dad died. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry I brought it up. And he's like, yeah, me too. Mm. And then we get, because the episode's over. I mean, she pouts at the end of that. So when... um. Damon and Sawyer had their little man-to-man right there. I actually felt like Sawyer had some feelings, but I still don't like him because he brought, brings all the hate on himself. Yeah, that's true. I think he was just giving him shit because it's funny. <laughs> so, I mean, he has feelings, but it's like, eh, good luck, dickhead. <laughs> like that kind of. That kind of feelings. Uh, okay, so a couple before we get like, Go on other stuff. A couple of things. Uh, there's only like a couple of things at trivia that are worth mentioning. First, this was the first appearance of John Terry, uh, John Terry, who plays Christian Shepherd, which is Jack's dad. Because, uh, like I said in the last one, he uh, it was a different actor who played him in the last one. Uh, but uh, most of the indoor scenes were filmed inside of an abandoned Xerox building. And it says, I think this was from IMDb, but it says, I uh, five years previously, the building was a site of the worst mass shooting in Hawaiian history. So that's, you know, just a little positive fact. Wait, what, what? Repeat that? It said most of the indoor scenes were filmed in an abandoned Xerox factory. Uh-huh. Five years previously, the building was the site of the worst mass shooting in Hawaiian history. That's what I thought you said. I just want to make sure. That's crazy. Yeah, feel free to look that up. I don't want to talk. Like, I was like, should I talk about that? Because that'll give an extra 10 minutes, but no. So this episode's definitely haunted. Yes, between the dolls and the mass shooting, I would say so. Yeah, I'm going to look that up later. So uh, just all you got to do is look up mass shooting Hawaii, and it's the first thing that pops up. Trust me, I looked. I also found the original preview for the next episode, but before we watch that, any, like, thoughts about this episode? I know, like, the first time I watched this, the heck, Jack definitely... I was so confused about his dad. Like, is it a government agent? But now I'm thinking he may be a zombie. He wasn't in the... Cause yeah, he's a zombie don't, alien. I still robot. don't know what happened to the body in the... I don't remember uh, if they've ever found... I know I'm not that far into it yet. Maybe he just yeah, flew into the I ocean don't... somewhere. But, I mean, that's still a possibility. Yeah, true. He could be a zombie. Um, yeah, not not too much happened this, in this episode. Like, would you consider it a filler episode? Sort of, maybe? Yeah, I was just trying to think where I would rank it. Um, I, I think it's more of a filler episode as we don't really find out anything about the island at all. Uh, we don't even see anything crazy, but I think there's... Some good things we learned about Jack. I think it's one of the characters that, like, you definitely, he definitely, you see more about why he is the way he is. Yeah, true. He has one of the more interesting backgrounds. Yeah, he does. Uh, I would have considered this a filler episode, but then I remembered that this episode, actually, he finds those caves in the water. Oh, yeah. Which ends up being, like, kind of like a big deal for them but so but otherwise yes i would say it's kind of a filler it's a good episode for like it's a it's a much stronger episode as far as introducing um a character than the lot than the 
than Kate's, but I don't think it's as good as the one about Locke. But uh, in it, it, like it did show more about Jack, and it did solidify his role as a leader. Plus, we find out that his dad's body isn't in the coffin. And so would you say, like, you don't have a guess, like, if, if he's actually a ghost or if he's, like, the resurrected body of his dead dad or something like that? No, honestly. Like, maybe, like, like Erica said, like, the dolls brought him back to life? Honestly, if I'm being serious about it, I think he's completely hallucinating. I would say he's hallucinating because because of the not having water, not having food, not sleeping just surviving a plane crash on a deserted island i would say hallucinating and okay. i don't i maybe body got carried away by boars who knows <laughs> but this island is weird so i mean he it got could carried be. away by dolls that's what happened <laughs> he could be he could be a ghost i don't know yeah okay it does, yeah. It doesn't really give you too much, but okay. Let's watch the preview for for next week. I'm I'm curious how the how well the screen share works, or should we just do another three, two, one after I send you the link? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Whenever you're ready. One, two, three, go. I thought she was singing. I did sound <laughs> like she was singing for a second. tried to kill Mike. The cops stay on until we know why. How'd you find this place? Where'd they come from? I know who you are, and I know what you're looking for. Just what is it that you did? You had your chance to know. Okay, how did you get to be this way? An old new law. Oh, shoot, he killed him. <laughs> you, know, you know what the best part is? They made this really dramatic. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't remember this episode at all, and yeah. now I'm like, holy shit. Okay, the best part of that is how they... They use the same scream from the beginning that they and they use the, the same scream at the end. Like yeah, they just yeah, yeah. recycle the scream again, like, oh my god. So I remember a variance of I remember a variance of this this preview, I guess. Wow, you didn't watch this when you when it was on. I did not, but I remember seeing previews for the show. Oh, okay. When it was airing, and I distinctly remember seeing the body and Locke and people looking at him like he's evil. Uh, that might have been something else because I don't think we Maybe saw that. Maybe later? Yeah, probably. I just, I distinctly remember seeing a preview for Lost with Locke and the body in the cave and being like, holy shit, he killed those people and now they found out he's he's a terrible person. Um, I'm sure, well, I'm sure it'll be it. like, yeah, because no, like the thing with, like it showed, first it showed Sun screaming and then it showed... Like him talking to Kate or whatever, and then it showed like him uh, lock confronting Charlie. Like I know your secret. Like it's gonna be something crazy. Yeah, yeah. Or no. maybe he just found out about that. But yeah, they they did a good job with that episode. When it's... yeah, I was thinking the whole time I was watching that preview, like, damn, I wish I was watching that show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's how they get you for next week all the time. Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, so. Apparently, I can only counted two nicknames, but there's three because I mm -hmm. forgot about the freckles. Yep. And I looked over the things, and I said three. Erica said four. Vanessa said five. So I won again because I think I won last time. Yeah, because I think I That's... wanted to say three or four, and it wasn't my turn to guess this time. Yeah. So uh, I'm the winner. Thank you, chumps. <laughs> um, you guys here. I'm gonna. 
Okay, so you guys can... Vanessa, are you still there? Uh, so you can go first. You can go first for the next this next episode with you, with your guests, and then Erica, and then me. If you want to guess how many uh, uh, how many nicknames. Um, who's the next episode about? Son. Uh, son. Uh, I'm gonna say four. Okay, so Vanessa four, Erica. I guess I'm I'm gonna. I guess I'm going to go higher. Higher? Yeah, five. Okay, well, I'm definitely going three. I mean, their track record for for these poor people and calling them names have not been great, so I'm going to say if it's an episode about Sun. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, before we go, before we say goodbye, let's throw these episodes into what we have rated so far. For right now, Okay, so right now, we have undecided for the top three, and then... Uh, so you've got four or five, and right now we have it goes undecided for the first three, and then four was was uh tab tabula rasa with Kate, and then so we're adding another one for five, so I would say bump Kate's down to five, and then this would go four. Yeah, I would say that. I would agree with that. The white rabbit, you said four. No, we're at five now. So. One through five. Yeah, but you're saying... I would so give it Kate's, four. Kate, Kate, I would bump down to five. Kate's then, five. Yeah, and then four? this episode will be four. Four. Really? I would say the two pilot episodes are neck and neck for two and three, and I still say Walkabout is one. Mm. Why would you... What would you put this episode at? I Two or three. Two or three? Yeah. And which one would you bump down to, to four? She doesn't like Locke. No, I mean, I don't like Locke, but his episode was good. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess, uh, actually, okay, this is four. I'm looking at the episodes. I'm thinking about everything that happened. This is four. So Kate, okay. Kate is five. Okay. I agree. This one would be four. Although I did like this episode. It wasn't as, like... There wasn't as many like crazy things happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So another thing is, do we have to unanimously agree on the episodes before they're posted, or is it, it going to be do like a like we don't have to decide right now, or is it, is it going to be like we a vote? Post, we could post each person's rank. Why did that yeah. jump up so much? And see, we could let other people um, pick who has a better yeah answer. Like who yeah <laughs> who they agree with. Okay. That's wait wait what what sorry I was like trying to figure we out. We could sound post stuff. each each person's rank and let other people decide. Then how about we with. go with if it's coming down to we can't agree? It's majority rules, and if it's three against three, rock paper scissors. Okay, I kind of like the unanimous thing, but <laughs> I don't think it's like I don't think it would happen until like the show's completely yeah. over because yeah. Um, I think that's also yeah why but we're so divided i think we should get as close as we can to unanimous but i i will say that after talking about the top three with like one of my friends and going over the episodes i probably definitely going to say that as far as what we have so far i probably move walk about to number one yes <laughs> so that's just for me um but the the pilot i would still say if if walkabout's number one the, the first part of the pilot's probably number two no yeah but anyway 
I'll okay. go. I'd go with that. I mean, I'm not crazy. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell. What? I can't zoom and whine at the same time. What would you do? I keep hanging up on you guys. I pushed my ear my earpiece and it hung up on you. Um, but I was saying, I don't think that I'm completely in love with any of these episodes enough to argue the point on where these top these three should go because they they are That's my fine. top three. We can leave so. it for now. Yeah, I think I think um yeah we can we can like I said before we can just do maybe half the season and then try to go back to it. Yeah, and then try to do it like try to get a or lock at least one answer in every or one spot every like half season mm. just to get rid of it. But yeah, anyway. Um, that's all I ha- that's anything else that anybody wants to mention? No, I think that's it for me. No, you good? Nope. Nope. Good. Okay. Um, all right. Well, I guess that's it for this week. Tune in next week for a super dramatic <laughs> episode with lots of screaming. Yeah, yes. apparently. And opera music. All right. All right. Uh, well, we'll see everyone next time. Bye. Do, 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 do. Do 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 do